This is Nursing in America. Each week we speak with incredible nurses who have taken the leap to start a new life in the United States. If you're thinking about doing the same, then this is the place you'll find all the insider knowledge and inspirational success stories to realize your own American dream. This is the second part of a two-part episode, so make sure you go back and listen to part one first. When you come to the United States, though, the next challenge that you probably might have um, is on making a clinical transition. So clinical transition is where the, you know, the way that you practice as a nurse over the, um, in the U.S. Um, is very different to the way that you might practice overseas. So as part of the kinetic circle of support, we have um, a piece on that circle of support which talks about education and, and how, as a Kinetics USA nurse or healthcare workers, we will help um, you, to, you and the facility make a smooth transition. We're going to bring in Holly. Um, Holly is um, the clinical educator from uh, Kinetics. Um, welcome. Good morning, Tanya. How are you this morning? Good. Thank you for joining us. We've got a full lineup today. We've been speaking about the change from the CGFNS. We've been talking about financial challenges when you when you get here. And now mm-hmm. we're going to talk a little bit about the clinical challenges that, yes. uh, um, that, a, that a nurse might make in that transition. So mm-hmm. first of all, Holly, for those uh, viewers who don't know who you are, you can maybe give us a brief introduction. Okay. So, um, Hello, everybody. My name is Holly Musselwhite. I am a registered nurse um, with about 22 years of nursing experience, but in a variety of different settings. So I've worked in acute care here in the U.S. and um, also been part of international staffing and international um, direct hire like we're doing with Kinetics. And I've worked with long-term care facilities as well. So what we call the post-acute care side of things. Um, And in doing that, I've had a lot of um, wonderful experience working with nurses from all over the globe. It's part of what I think when I left the industry for a little while, what drew me back is um, seeing how nurses from all different walks of life and backgrounds come here and realize their dreams. So I'm excited to be a small part of that and um, happy to answer any questions um, if there's anything else I can share. Thank you, Holly. So this is a big topic, clinical transitions and transition from practice outside of the U.S. to practice inside of the U.S. In your experience, um, can you tell us about what that can be like for international nurses? So I think um, it's often something that they're probably least concerned about when they first get here. And you talked about the honeymoon stage of culture shock. They're probably under the assumption that things are going to go a certain way. And that may be reflected in how they were oriented in previous jobs that they've had, um, thinking that the orientation here will will closely align with previous experience. And they they also may assume that, um, you know, there's going to be a certain structure to the orientation that will meet their individual needs. And Hospitals and other facilities in healthcare these days have certainly broadened what they offer to nurses who are coming both from overseas and their new graduates, and there are a variety of different programs out there. Um, But we still find that nurses can become very stressed in the first few weeks to months that they're there as they realize some of the changes that they didn't anticipate. And on top of that, 
Um, as you mentioned, there's financial concerns, there's community challenges that they face. And so those sometimes all of those forces can come to bear all at once and it can make it very difficult day to day to get excited about going to work in your new setting. So um, what we've spoken about a little bit before, and you mentioned it, kinetics and the education side is and very important for a nurse to, to be aware that even though they may be a senior nurse in the place where they currently live and work, um, they may be highly respected even in the community. They're the ones that, you know, people who don't feel good call them up and say, hey, I don't feel good. Tell me what I should do because they've um, become very seasoned in their experience and in their comfort level. And so when they get here and they feel almost that sense of, wait, I'm, I'm very experienced, I'm very knowledgeable, but I feel like a novice. Um, what we want to do is go back to those education principles and make sure that the nurse is prepared to refresh certain things that they may have learned um, over the years and also understand there are going to be some new things. It doesn't detract from their experience that they've built prior to coming to the U.S., but it certainly can create some frustration and feelings of um, uh, self-doubt when certain things crop up that they understood were standard where they've come from before. And now they're seeing something different here in the U.S. Okay. So important probably for, for, for healthcare workers when they arrive in the United States to know that this can happen. Because if you think it's, if you don't really know about it, you could think it's just you that is maybe feeling um, overwhelmed, stressed, frustrated, um, and, and just, um, you know, just kind of a little bit off kilter when you arrive here. Yes. And I think um, what we do at Kinetics is we work with our hospitals to explain those frustrations are going to come from the nurse as well, but they may not be expressed as I'm unhappy or I'm stressed. It may come out that they were doing pretty well with their orientation. And then they had a period where they're showing maybe a little bit of regression of progress because all of those forces can kind of come into play at one time. Um, the other thing is formal learning um, that we that we may have access to, you have to be somewhat self-driven. So if you say, I know this, I don't need to worry about this, and you get there and you start to realize that there are some things you don't know, we would hope that you would reach out and that you would look for access to information because many times, um, well, all the time, we can't read people's minds. So we don't know sometimes what you don't know. I can ask you today, do you know how to start an IV? And many of the nurses on this will say, absolutely, I'm the IV king or queen where I work. Some nurses will say, I'm not allowed to do that. Someone else has to do that procedure. And yet here in the United States, that's a very common procedure. It's very uh, matter of fact that we're going to start an IV. Um, we may use equipment to do that that has um, a lot more technology. We may use different steps to the procedure or different orders to that procedure because we have evidence that shows if we do this, it reduces the risk of a, a blood infection. So there, the idea is when you see those, those differences coming in, start looking for information. Kinetics and many of the partners that we work with in, in healthcare offer some online modules ahead of your arrival that give you the opportunity to look at those things step-by-step. Step. It's a large library of information. We don't want to do that too early in your process, but we also know that even when you get here, sometimes you're like, 
I need more information. And so what we want to do is work with you, work with the hospitals and the facilities you're at to make sure that information is there for you, because not everybody's going to have the same questions about the same thing. So we want to make it very broad. And make it tailored as much as possible to you and to the facility. Correct. Yes. Thank, thank you, Holly. So the last um, part of the transition that we're going to be looking at is the Kinetics Angel Network. Um, and we're going to be looking, bringing in Beatrice, um, who's going to be joining us and talking about the community. Thank you for joining us, Holly. We'll be back with the conversation in just a second. There's a wonderful opportunity for you. Kinetics USA is currently recruiting registered nurses from all over the world to work in healthcare facilities here in the USA. If you are interested, please apply at kineticsusa.com slash application. That's kineticsusa.com forward slash application. On with the show. One of the biggest challenges, and here we have Beatrice joining us. Welcome, Beatrice. Thank you. <laughs> um, so one of the biggest challenges um, that international nurses workers can experience when they arrive in the United States um, is you know, not just the financial, not just the clinical transition, not just the culture shock and all the emotions that go through go with that, um, but also being ripped out of their community back home where they had familiarity, where they had friends, where they had family, where they had relatives, colleagues that they worked with, that they were familiar with. So this can be a big challenge for international workers. And Beatrice, let's um, have you introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about your background. Yeah. Hi, everyone. My name is Beatrice Waidaka. I am a, a registered nurse. I work here in Kentucky in a hospital called Peace Hospital at the UFL. I originally came from Kenya. I was born in Kenya and I came in the United States of America as an international nurse. Thank you, Beatrice. Did you always want to come to America? Oh, yeah. I prayed. It was a dream. It was a desire. I had a desire that one day I'm going to come to America and I kept praying about it and I kept hoping and trusting and it came to be. Okay. Yeah. And you are here living your American dream. <laughs> living my American dream, sure. <laughs> and sharing that with many, many um, uh, nurses and healthcare workers all over the world. Um, and that's what we love about Onwards and Upwards because it's really nurses helping nurses. And um, so Beatrice, um, tell us a little bit about when you first came to America and what the challenges were that you experienced from a community perspective. Uh, one of the challenges I faced when I came is that uh, I came as an international student. And so uh, I went to school. I met new people, uh, people speaking like different language. I can say it was different a little bit because of the accent and it was not easy. Uh, at some point, I felt discouraged and uh, I thank God because I got people who were able to encourage me and I kept moving on despite the, the casual shock. Uh, you know, we know the stages uh, of casual shock that at some point you reach the frustration stage whereby if you don't get anybody to encourage you or you don't encourage yourself, you may feel stressed and depressed out. Yeah. 
And that's really that that uh, diagram that we showed, that culture shock um, diagram. And we can put up that culture shock diagram again, but it sounds, Beatrice, that you experience that dip, that second step when you feel um, overwhelmed, when you feel very um, stressed out, and you can feel very alone. It sounds like you, you, you experience that. Yes, I experienced that. And I was thinking, uh, did I make a good de decision of coming here? Though I am a woman of faith and I believe in God, I believe in the word of God, I believe in the Bible, I encourage myself. Though I am that, at some point I was thinking, oh, did I make a good decision? Do I need to go back to my country? What should I do? Because I'm a human being, I have the flesh and the blood, even if I have faith. So there was such a time that I felt I need like to go back to my country. And, and this is very common as well for many um, people who, who make such a big change where you have a break for your, from your, a, a big break from your community. And there's so much, um, you know, so much coming at you, so many things to learn that it can be very stressful in those first few uh, weeks and months. And you mentioned, Beatrice, that you had community when you first arrived. Who was that community? Ah, uh, one of the community I call community is my family, my only family. Like I came here uh, through my sponsor, who is my sister. Okay. So I lived with my sister. She she is a destiny connector to me, and her and her whole family were a source of encouragement. They encouraged me uh, just to keep focusing on my goals. And then the other community is the church. I joined the church um, and the church members kept on, uh, kept on encouraging me. We had our pastor who kept on encouraging us and we kept focusing on the goal until now we were able to overcome. Okay. Well, thank you. Thank you for, um, for giving some hope um, and some insight into how you got through that dip period. So the Kinetics Angel Network is essentially angels. That's Beatrice is an angel. For I'm an angel for sure. <laughs> we are proud to have Beatrice as a Kinetics Angel and many other angels around the United States. Um, and a Kinetics Angel, just for everybody who doesn't know, um, is somebody who's been in the United States for six months and longer, who um, volunteers to mentor and help newly arrived nurses. So Beatrice spoke about having a family or the church that helped her initially. If you go to a place where you don't have that, or maybe religion is not important to you, how do you get through that initial transition? So Beatrice, first of all, why did you decide to become a kinetics angel? I decided to uh, become a kinetics angel because, first of all, because of the experience. If you pass through as a test and you come through, then you'll be able to understand how the other people are feeling when they are passing through the same test. So because I passed through that test and I overcame it, I decided now I need to encourage people. If I did not get somebody to encourage me, maybe I would have lost hope. But because I got somebody to encourage me, I got the, my, my, my own family, I got the, the church members, then I, I was able to overcome. So I decided because I have that experience, I, I have been in such, a, in such shoes to, whereby you feel discouraged, you feel like you lose hope. Now I need to help people 
who are losing hope, who are uh, facing a lot of discour uh, discouragements, who are facing a lot of difficulties. I need to give them hope. And then the second thing is that that's my calling. My calling is to give hope. I, uh, as a minister, I'm a minister of the gospel, of the gospel too. I, I help people by giving them hope. That is my calling. I feel I needed to do it. I feel much fulfilled when I encourage somebody who is discouraged, when I meet somebody who is facing difficulties and I help them, I feel some kind of joy flowing in me. So I joined I, I joined the Connectix Ajo uh, or circle of support because that is my calling and that is my area of, of work, like spiritually. Well, Beatrice, you just, I know, touched so many people's hearts. We can all feel your passion and your love. And then you really are a kinetics angel, um, uh, you know, just being there for other people and helping them through that transition period when they arrive in the United States. Um, and we love the fact that, well, we don't love the fact that you had a difficult time, but we love the fact that you've used that experience to help others and pay it forward for others. And that's really what the Kinetics Angel Network is. Um, so we, you know, it, it's part of the Kinetics Care Package. And um, we have um, uh, Kinetics as part of our paying it forward and um, pay Beatrice and the, uh, the, the, um, the uh, other kinetics angels um, that are there for nurses and um, and will mentor and help them through that transition time. And really, it's our way of paying it forward just because we just, um, you know, really feel so strongly about that. And we can see Beatrice's passion in that regard. Beatrice, can you share with everybody maybe an example of where you have served as a kinetics angel um, and maybe helped one specific nurse and and, and how that went? Yeah, I can do that. Yeah, I have uh, I have helped several uh, several struggling nurses, and I remember one incident uh, that I was connected to by Rainey. Uh, one of the nurses was suffering because she did not uh, manage to pass the competency exam. That is the exam that you do when you come to the new job. There is that exam that is given. So she could not pass the competency exam. And so she got the news that she's going to be taken off the schedule. That's so discouraging when you receive the news that now, because you did not pass the exam and you are not meeting the expectations of your employer, and then you receive the news that you're going to be removed from the schedule. So when I was connected to, uh, to that um, a nurse who was passing those uh, difficult uh, situation, I was able to talk to her. I made an initiative of visiting her. I went and we talked for one hour. Uh, we reviewed the problem. And by that time we called it the challenge because when you call a challenge, uh, a problem, a challenge, it shows that you are optimistic. You are not being pessimistic. So we said, this is not a problem. This is a challenge and you're gonna overcome. So we tried to see the ways she could improve. And one way was to study uh, for the exam and to, to, to research in the net, in, in, the, in, the, in the online. Uh, we talked and we, I told her, just study again, just be confident, just believe in yourself. You can do this and then go do the exam again. And I tell you, she, she took my words, she researched online, she studied, she get the, the confidence. And when she went to do the exam, she passed. 
So I encouraged her. I kept calling her. I told her, in case you need to call me any time of the day, during the day, during the night, this is my number, call me. I gave her a shoulder to lean on. And I tell you, she passed the exam. She was not removed from the schedule. And today she told me, I think I'm going to become a preceptor in the near future, Beatrice. That's, wow. That's the news I received from her. So I'm so happy that uh, um, I, I have ever been able to encourage somebody and to tell somebody you can do it. And they did it. Wow. You can make me cry, Beatrice. Thank you. Thank you, thank you for the way that you help another healthcare worker, a fellow nurse, going the extra mile. Really, kudos to you. Um, we are so grateful to have you as part of the Kinetics Angel Network. And we have many Kinetics Angels, just like Beatrice. If you are coming to the United States with Kinetics USA um, and you are struggling in the beginning or just need a friend, um, to reach out to, and um, we have our Kinetics Angel team that are there just like, you know, all of them are just like Beatrice, the biggest hearts and just the, um, you know, just we are so proud to have you as part of the Kinetics Angel Network. So thank you so much, um, uh, Beatrice, for, for joining us. Neymar is saying, wow, great job. Thank you. Um, <laughs> so thank you, everybody, for joining us. We spoke about lots of topics. I hope it gave you a lot of information, insight, and as Beatrice said, hope. Thank you for joining us. If you enjoyed the episode, go ahead and hit the follow button on your podcast player and leave us a review. Kinetics USA is currently recruiting registered nurses from all over the world to work here in the USA. We offer direct hire, meaning you will be sponsored and hired directly by American healthcare facilities. If you're interested, please apply at kineticsusa.com application. That's kineticsusa.com forward slash application. Thank you for listening. Tune in next week for more incredible conversations.